You are listening to Evolve with Nicolette. My name is Nicolette and I'm on a journey of healing my soul, evolving my mindset while building my up and coming small business, all the while being the best mommy and wife I can be. Please follow me on all social media platforms at Lush Paper on Instagram and on Facebook. Also, please follow my hashtag Evolve with Nicolette. Now on to this episode. So glad you are here. Thank you so much for pressing play today. Um, I kind of feel like there's always like something happening in between episodes and honey, we're here and that's all that matters. Um, Hey, shit's real and I'm not going to lie. I am going through something right now and I really think it's depression. Um, I'm hesitant to like put a label on it just because I haven't been like medically diagnosed yet, but it, it, it's that like, I'm just a high functioning depressed person but I feel like ever since I've been on my healing journey I'm more susceptible to like I'm like I need to be in bed or like I'm miserable and like uh and it's not even nothing to do with like uh it's more about like the stress in my life right or whatever it is and I'm just I can't take it and a migraine fucking hits me and like lands me in bed for like a whole 24 hours and that's rough being a mom you know, and a, and a wife and a business owner at that. And then me trying to be, uh, you know, do my content on social media. It is something that is so trying. I feel like it's a shit show in all aspects of the word, right? Like if you feel like your life's a shit show, like, you know, and then you feel like the whole world's a shit show. 2020 is just a shit show. It's just the unpredictable of all unpredictable years like there's just no way you could go about this and I just um and I think one of the biggest things not that I think I know that one of the reasons why I have been feeling so yucky is because I'm just sent my kids back to school in the middle of a pandemic and I don't know how to else to explain it um but that it's just fucking scary but for me um, as a mom, like, I feel like I know what's best for my kids just the same way how other people know what's best for their children. This is what's going to work for us, you know? And if it doesn't work, we'll just go back to the way how things were. It's not a big deal. We were at home homeschooling from March till June. Like we got that. But for some reason, when this school year started, August and September was just so much more harder than it was in March. And I can't put my finger on why that is. Maybe my kids are getting older. Maybe my kids are fucking over it. Like, I don't know what to do. Um, So let me give you a rundown of how we ended up to the decision of sending my boys back to school. So March March through August, it was literally like, you know, we were like everybody else, just trying to keep it all together, right? And I feel like back then, not that my, not that the teachers were, the teachers were totally more lax. Like it don't, they totally were just like, hey, we understand, we know what's going on. Like we're going through our own issues here, you know, Um, you know, in their own home. So like my boys teachers from last semester are amazing. So are the ones from now, but 
back then in March, uh, we live in California, so there was no like mandated laws of what needed to be done to keep, I guess, teachers on track. So for this semester, this new school year, teachers now have all these rules that they have to follow by the school district and by the state, um, you know, by the government, whatever it is. And they now have to do like all these extra steps just to, you know, teach kids online. And it just added stress in every area from teachers to the students to the parents, you know, Um, because it really is a team effort doing this whole remote learning. Um, But it's hard because it's not like us parents have the, this is the only thing that's going on. No, I am blessed. I am so blessed that I'm able to be home and that my work is from home. I'm able to be here. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of parents don't have that option. And uh, my heart breaks for all of them because I just, I could only imagine, right? I came from two parents that worked all the time. I couldn't imagine something like this happening during that time. So my heart goes out to all of you just trying to keep it together, especially the teachers who are teaching yet and still having to remote learn their own kids at home. We're all just trying to figure it out and everybody's trying to do their best. And, but I did notice, so from March to June, my kids were like, okay. And I think it was also like, listen, my husband was going through, let's, let's put it all together. Like I was not mentally all that great. You know, I'm going through my own healing journey. My husband is, you know, was going through his own things and his own, um, own emotions and you know and being a man that's just a whole different other situation that you just you can't even you know he was trying to find the tools of how to deal with that on his own you know because I can't be able to I can't help fix him I'm only here for support right and that was something I had to really take a step back on my husband's going to turn on the light when he's ready to do that himself you know um but it was it was a lot you know job loss financial stress and then we got these three kids we got to stay alive and well for uh, you know trying to keep it all together and we're not we weren't one of those parents that you know kept watching the news with our children we definitely did not keep on talking about the rona in front of them um so i'd like to say that we did a pretty good job of being more like hey just informative not really about like oh my god you're gonna get sick you know and we just were more about instead of living in fear just being more careful right more than usual and i feel like with my sons i feel like we they understood they understood corona is real and we have to keep each other safe so we gotta wear the mask we gotta wash hands and we can't be with our friends right or be especially in the beginning of the pandemic even still now to even be with family all the time you know Uh, or in traveling everywhere you know so fast forward to now august and september when they started school my boys were just i don't want to say out of control but it was like i could not there was enough of me there wasn't enough of me to go around granted they're they're older so the workload's different the teachers are a lot more um, tech savvy so a lot of things were I, I'm so amazed at all these teachers and how much they have adapted and did so much work onto all these online 
things and it's just it's beautiful to see and I'm so truly grateful um but my boys being in different grades the schedule that they weren't on the same schedule so I felt like I was cooking all the time I was feeding them all the time when one got off a break one was just getting on to break right or one just ended lunch and one was about to go on to lunch or one has an eight minute break over here another one has a 20 minute break over here and my sons didn't have the same amount of lunch time my middle son g or g had a 50 minute lunch whereas my oldest son had a 15 minute lunch it was out of control how un how these their schedules were not in sync with each other and that really made it hard for me to do my own work here at home and i'm over here just launched a brand new etsy store and i haven't been able to give it my all um because i'm over here dealing with them from eight to two for real and that was also something that added on to i feel like my anxiety and to my depression because it's like i just want to do also what i need to do but then my kids need my help so i obviously that's my first priority so i gotta do that and also too in august my husband went back to work after how many months off and so it's like everything's back on my plate again and only me alone you know and then i have sunny who is not in school and who usually is used to me being me and him while the boys are at school and then he's able to roam around in his home and make noise and do whatever he wants and now i have to be like shh sunny like we're on zoom like stop you can't run around or don't play with your brothers and do all this stuff it was a madhouse here to say the least just to i could not there was no way in order for us to get in sync with our schedules like at all there was just no structure no matter how hard they tried or how hard i tried that it was not working and then on top of that i had to separate my boys i had them at first in here in my office and that did not work my boys are boys and they definitely were just in here pissing each other off or playing around fooling around then i would have one in here one in the living room and then as a result i couldn't really wash dishes because they couldn't really hear on their headphones uh, or you know vacuum or do anything so it was like also then the housework was also piling on top of everything else like I could not I could not ever um stop drowning in everything I had to do that's what it felt like every single day I felt like I was drowning I felt like it was like so it was just my plate was full so high and it stayed like that every single day so when they asked us back in when when california especially gavin newsom said that orange county is going to be in phase two soon i then realized didn't realize that the schools were going to open because we were in phase two now this is not for la county or for riverside county or for whoever it is la orange county was going to open and schools were going to reopen also and obviously with all the necessary precautions and all that stuff and when the school was ready to do so so it was time to send them back to school like that whole week before it was like i had to do all the back to school shopping and obviously all the sales are gone and everything is winter clothes already fall and winter clothes and it's like we're still 100 degree heat here 
and my kids have grown a, t a lot since the beginning of the year. So I have to rebuy everything, buy them all new things. And then also too, on top of that, we now have to send them with more wipes, lots of hand sanitizer, lots of Lysol wipes. And you know, the whole protocol of normal school was not going to be anymore. So then it starts to really set in as I'm doing all this shopping because it's like, oh shit, am I doing the right choice to send my kids back to school in the middle of a pandemic? And I mean, it was one of those things where it just kind of all hit me at once because at first it was like, this is a no brainer. They have to go back. I'm not doing well with them. They're not doing well here and we're not all happy. And, um, if it's safe for them to go, well, I'm going to send them back, you know, and the school did a really good job of keeping us updated on what they were doing to the school to keep it more safe and all the new protocols that they had to follow and all the new things and all the new trainings they were doing just to get COVID school ready, you know, um, and keeping everybody safe themselves the kids us and we had to give them time and um they were great and absolutely great so then it was two days before school start or the weekend before school started and i think school g was gonna go first they were staggered all the grades so i i'm um in a district in orange county where they were gonna let two grades at one time start on separate days. So like TK and kinder were on Monday, first and second were Wednesday, third, fourth, and fifth was on Friday. And that was something that they were able to, you know, see how it works. So whatever didn't work on Monday, they're able to implement on Wednesday and then they got it by one, by Friday, you know? So sending my Send back to school, I noticed that on the weekend I was not having the best of sleep and I was waking up just thinking about, am I fucking doing the right decision? So in turn, me not having the right amount of sleep or me being just worried, you know, I felt like my brain didn't shut off while I was sleeping. Then it continued and it, I had to go shopping and already shopping as it is is not fun anymore because you have to wear the mask because that's the responsible thing to do. Thing, the greatest thing to do to do for yourself and to do for others is to wear the fucking mask. But it's a hundred degrees over here in Orange County and are all over SoCal really. And it was miserable shopping with the three of them and trying to do all those errands with the kids. I guess it was like frustration from that. Um, and then just the stress of it all just really hit me and just a fucking migraine just got right on just right into me like that is my trigger trigger for migraines is stress and big big emotional stress and then a migraine puts me on my ass and I have to lie down and can't can't function because I can't open my eyes my head hurts it hurts to even go to sleep like it's it was bad I just had to realize that hey the decision that I'm making for my family is what I think is best and I have to not keep on worrying about the things that might not even happen. And okay, if something happens, 
and they get locked down again, what's the worst that's going to happen? Have them here at home? We already did that. We know how that works and we know that we can make it work. And we'll figure it out when that time comes, but we're not there yet. We're barely going back to school. So let's take it day by day. So I had to give myself that type of pep talk to get my son out the door, you know, and to get him to be brave and to go and to tell you the truth, they didn't really see it like as scary. They were more excited about just going to school and getting out of my house. Like they literally were like, I can't wait to go back, mom. Like, I can't wait to see my friends. And I told them over and over again, like, it's not going to be the same. Like, you're not going to be able to sit close to each other during lunch or play with each other the same way on the playground. Like, a lot of things are going to be different. And then all on, on top of that, you're going to have the fucking mask on in class. Are you going to be okay with that? And they're like, yeah, mom, we already do it. No big deal. We do it when we go to the grocery store. Like, I remember, like, gee... My middle son was like, we already do it when we go to the grocery store and we got to go outside and go eat. So I go right at school. We don't give our kids enough credit on how much they understand and how much more lax they are about adapting with change or adapting with like a new normal. To them, this is just, it is what it is. Like my youngest son, my four-year-old couple weeks ago, we were getting out the car to do something and the first thing he asked was, where's my mask? Where's my mask? It's a part of life now. And I'm thankful that my kids are just rolling with it, you know, because it would be way more harder if they were not wanting to wear the mask. I just feel like, I just feel like for me, I was trying to try to grab strengths from somewhere and I grabbed it from my kids. Like I really was trying to take um, a moment to like see them be excited and instead of like me just like drowning them with like my worry and my anxiety it was more like okay like yeah you guys are gonna have a good time and it is gonna be a good day at school it's gonna be a little different but difference okay and we could roll with those punches you know g came back and i wanted to ball my eyes out when i left him uh, but he just looked so ready and he, the way how he got out of my car with all the spunk in his walk and just seeing him like just get so excited to see his teacher from last semester that he didn't get to get a lot of time with and um he went right away in for the for a hug to her but she was like oh no no like I want to give you a hug but let's do an air hug and he just kind of just motioned to like yeah let's just do an air hug you know I was like okay I'm feeling okay everybody looks okay the teacher's over and over again was like I'm excited to have them back I'm excited to be at school just their enthusiasm even if maybe they're faking it or I don't know what it is but that definitely put me at ease and also too what did make me worry is because my middle son's class out of what 20 something kids only 13 came back and the rest are doing remote learning which is great they're able to do so that's fine and then it was like oh, should should I really be sending him back but it's okay and when I picked him up from school asked him how it was and it was a hot day it was a hundred degrees outside and it was a short day so I got him right before it was starting to get blazing hot but it was already pretty pretty bad and he was out he was just like mom it was it was so much fun like I got to see my friends and Outside, we get to play. Things are different. We don't really get to play on the slide and stuff, but we get to play games with each other. We just have to social distance. 
Like those words were not something that I always, it's more about like, just keep your space and you don't have to be so close to somebody. But the way that he used the word, the phrase social distancing was like, these, these kids freaking get it. And it's amazing, you know, and it really did put me at ease. It broke my heart because I really wish I was able to like keep it together here. But my kids were already so much more happier going, you know, so the following day he went back to school I was like, you could stay home with me if it's something that you don't like. And he's like, no, I like it. It's fine. Good second day. Then the third day, finally, it was Friday and it was time for my oldest son to go back. And he was just ready to go. Now, he's someone that is on an IEP. So he has a special uh, help from teachers. It's like uh, this whole because he had issues with reading when he was younger. So he's on this program where he gets a lot more help from the school, the school district, and it's like mandated by the government, which is or protected by the government, which is great. He was also suffering in that area just because online learning, you can't really do what they were doing in the classroom over the computer, like learning hands-on and then him having that, you know, that connection with the teacher in the classroom. So I noticed that in August and September, he was definitely struggling staying focused. On Friday he went and when I picked them up they just looked like this is it and that's okay you know and I explained to them that hey you guys have to really make it a point to like keep your own things your own and do not share and not to be so touchy-feely it's hard. My kids are eight and nine what are you going to do? They're boys. It was something that it was like, I was just worried about. Like, are you going to be just washing your hands enough? Like, are you going to be, you know, doing what you need to do to keep it all together at school? And they're like, yeah, mom, we get told when to go. Uh, they had plexiglass on their desk to separate them from other students. They have to wear the mask on all day long, even in the classroom. They reassured me that they were just like, hey, it's, it's okay. It's it's a little bit hot and I get thirsty a lot more, but it's okay. And sometimes, you know, like they put it down just to like get a little bit of more of a breather and just put it right back up. What a relief that was for me because I knew that this was going to work for them. You know, I knew that this was something that they just, they just needed to go back, you know, when it was safe, they just, for the both, for all three of us, for all four of us, really, it was what they needed and what also Sunny and I needed because right away when we were able to put G into school, I had a lot more, another, you know, an extra hand to now get Sunny and do the things that we used to do, like flashcards and notebooks as I'm also working on my you know, businesses. The week coming up is going to be our first full five day week. So they go back to school, um, you know, so they're at school five days a week. Um, and they used to get off at two ten, and now they kind of get off at one fifty ish to kind of stagger the release time in dismissal. Teachers really did a good job of, and the district did a really good job of putting things that were practical that made sense of how to get this done and to keep everybody safe. And I just feel felt so reassured because if I didn't feel safe or if I, it was disorganized or if they didn't communicate with us enough, I wouldn't be sending them back. Just every day I'm just praying a little bit more extra than I would to just keep everybody safe. Another district in Orange County had been open for about a month before us. They opened right 
when school started. You don't really hear anything really about like new cases or like another little outbreak that's happening. So something's working here. I don't regret sending them back. Um, if something happens like in the next couple of months, especially with flu season, we'll just go back to remote learning and that's not a big deal. So it just is what it is. And you know, we're just going to be keep going and see how it goes. You know, everything is not set in stone. As we all may know, things change every single day. Like I tell my sons, hey, this is life and you have to just roll with it and just let it be. Things are going to happen that's supposed to happen and that's okay. And the things that don't happen just wasn't meant for you. So uh, I'm practicing what I preach for sure. One, one thing that did um, make me sad is that on the first day of school, I documented it on Instagram. On the first day of school for G, on the way to school, he asked me, he's like, can we do our sayings before we go to class like we did last year? And he was talking about the affirmations I used to do with them all the time. And then I felt heartbroken because I didn't do that at all for distance learning when we were here at the house and how much maybe that would have made a difference but it was more about like I'm just trying to stay afloat and trying to deal with my mental health on top of keeping my kids happy and my husband happy and that's just a lot to put on your plate you know instead of beating myself up about it for a long time I was just like of course sure let's do it because my initial reaction was to be like, I'm so sorry we didn't do it all those months. But then we're on our way to school and why am I going to drag him down like that? Like, hey, he didn't t- say anything about like, oh, why didn't we do that? He's asking me to do it now. So let's do it. Right. That's the fucking conversation I was having with myself in my head. Like, G's not telling you to fucking say sorry. G wants his mama to... Say all the things that are going to make him feel good before it's time for him to start his day. So let's do that. My big brave boy ugh, made me feel so good to like send him to school. So I just, you know, I just pray for everybody who is at school and um, to all the moms and dads out there who did choose to send their kids to school. Like, hey, like, don't feel bad. And um, this is your choice. That is your family. You know what's best. And. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It's just their opinion. You you think it's okay for them to go back? It's okay. And all these bomb-ass teachers and principals and custodians and IT people that are over here trying to get these schools going and safe for learning, God bless them for real. And they wouldn't be doing that and welcoming kids back if it wasn't safe for them to go back because we really truly don't know when this is going to end we could all say that i feel like people keep on talking about 2021 like if for some magic thing's gonna happen when the ball drops on you know fucking new year's eve for 2021 like all of a sudden covid's gonna go away like people we don't know when this is gonna end and not to like be a debbie downer but it's like I, we need to be more optimistic, but also realistic. Like this is not going to just end because the election is going to be here. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like everybody thinks like on November 3rd, we're going to get a new president. Um, we technically are, but he's not going to clock in for work until January 20 something. (laughs) Okay. God willing. So, you know, and then COVID's not going to magically disappear when, it's January 1st, okay? So 
do what you can do your best it's all good if it works for you it fucking works for you and that's all that matters and you don't have to explain yourself to nobody so this was my story and how my family's dealing with it um, one of the things that I did forget to mention is that my kids had to get all of their own supplies. So like, you know, the school sends out lists of what they need to give to the classroom to share and what would be helpful. This time it was more like your kids need to have their own crayons, their own scissors, everything so that we eliminate sharing. Lunches need to be easy so that they can be the ones to open their own juices, their own Ziploc bags, their own bags, like They need to be independent. So please help your kids start to be more independent at home so it'll be an easy transition at school. So that was something I appreciated a lot because now I know like, hey, everything could just easily be tossed away in the trash for their lunch. No big deal. And they're doing their best to like, you know, keep the kids safe. So I really do appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you are a mama out there or dad who just have more questions and how, you know, my school district's doing it and, you know, what helped us, um, one of the things is that we did, we're so blessed that we have a school district where they were still giving out, um, electronic devices. So for G's grade, they were able to get a laptop if you didn't have an extra one, because that was also one of the things that's a big difference in class right now is that they all still had to bring their devices to school, um, because other kids were still doing zoom at home. So I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily know what, how that works at in the school with the teacher already being there, but they still had to bring it's required that their laptops get sent to them to school with school every single day, which is scary because, you know, trusting my eight and nine year old with electronics in their backpack when they're so used to just flinging everything, um, into, into outer space, you know what I mean? Everything is a ball. So they're just launching everything. You know, that's just how boys are. This was great. I'm feeling a lot better today and it just, you know, everything's day by day. And I just appreciate you guys for always holding space for me. And I hope that maybe something was like a breakthrough for you today, or maybe you could get some, if you're on the fence of sending your kids back to school and me saying something, you know, resonates with you or makes you feel a little bit safe to bring your kids back hey, I'm all here for it. And listen, you know what's best for you and your family. That is your gut intuition that you you should trust it and just go with it. Nothing else could change that and nobody else's opinion matters for real. So thank you so much for pressing play today. I really, truly, truly appreciate it. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you love what you heard today, please rate and leave a review on iTunes. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to keep the good stuff coming. For more inspiration and what I'm up to, please follow me on Instagram at Evolve Nicolette. Don't forget to tag me in your screenshots of the episodes you're listening to. Also, I do a happy dance every single time I get one and I love them so much. Thanks so much. See you on the next episode.